Hello and welcome to episode three of Equilibrium Thinking Riding with Joe Cullen and Nick Fox. I am Nick Fox and over there is... Joe Cullen. Hi everybody. With fresh coffee, ready to go, because this is yet another morning recording. I think we should make this a feature now. What time of the day are they doing it and what have they got in front of them? (laughs) It's just something else to to think about and talk about. I've actually got biscuits as well. I bet you haven't. I've got no biscuits at all. I've just got a rather weak cup of coffee. I think I've had so much coffee this morning, I'm kind of onto the latte. <laughs> you see the catering at Cullen Studios is usually very, <laughs> very good, isn't it? Let's be honest. Uh, not not that I've experienced it or anything, because Joe and I quite often do this when we're not in the same room. Hence, she sounds yeah, a tiny bit distant some days. Today's episode then picks up a little bit on the previous episode, which was how your thinking affects your writing and some little things you can do to change that. Today, we take that a step further some more tools some more techniques exploring initially i can't when you walk up to the horse and you think you can't or even before you do it you you know you're thinking oh i've been invited out for my first time hunting i can't do that i can't cope and then it all just spirals out of control from there that kind of thing we've got some tools to get through that that's today's episode joe is our resident expert psychologist i'm the crazy riding instructor that rides nutters <laughs> and teaches so that's where we come from that's what we do if you've never heard us before well quite frankly where the heck have you been and uh, go and listen to the other two episodes first otherwise this won't make any sense but welcome along let's go joe i can't help brilliant Thanks very much, Nick. Um, what what Nick doesn't know is that I'm going to use him as a as a, a as a dummy um, this morning. Um, well, that's about the best qualification I've got. Uh, I am the world's biggest dummy, but yeah, go on. In in, in the nicest possible meaning of the word. No, I just thought um, rather than me, um, you know, pontificating on about a particular thing that is really, really, really useful, I'd actually demonstrate it with Nick live. So um, Nick's 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 going to be my 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 client you're gonna have me Um, strutting around a stage pretending i'm a chicken aren't you (laughs) exactly it's that kind of thing so let me just talk to you a little bit about what we're going to do um you know anything when when we when we are faced with something very difficult or when we want to actually change our feelings when actually change our our emotional state in, in 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 psychology terms um the most powerful thing we can do is to visualize, is to visualize, you know, either a past, wonderful, successful, happy memory, or to visualize, you know, how we are going to be in the future. Now, it's all very well saying, oh, what does that mean, visualize? It just means imagine, but it actually is more than that. Um, to visualize something effectively really, really does if it's in the past, we we recreate the emotions we had at the time. If it's in the future, it makes what we want to achieve completely manageable. So the brain's going, actually, this is nice, it's pleasant, it's good, and it's manageable, I wanna go there. And we'll start to either con- both consciously and unconsciously move steps in that direction. So I'm gonna show you the visualization of, of the future thing. Um, and it, you can you can do it, you know, with a friend as a game, with your instructor as a game, with whoever you like, with the dog um, as a game. And perhaps the dog maybe not so good in this. Especially not mine. He'll just get disinterested <laughs> halfway through and clear off and go and have an eat. You could always imagine that your dog's asking you the questions. So whatever it is. So um, so this is a little exercise, and it's all about um, you know that you have achieved this thing. 
which currently feels a bit daunting, feels outside your control, outside your capacity. You know, it might be having done the day's hunting. It might be um, actually being able to go around a whole cross-country course with water and ditches and all the other scary stuff. It might be a whole range of different things that you might want to do with your horse. But in this exercise, we imagine that you have woken up one day and you think, I've got there. I've done it. It happened. It's happened. And, I, and I, I now have the capacity, I now have the competence to do this. I've done it. So, Nick, what I'd like you to do um, as my client in this is to imagine um, something that you really, you'd have to share it with me, something that you'd really, really, really like to achieve in the future. Uh, you're not there yet. It might seem like an enormous thing to achieve, but I'd like you to imagine what that thing might be. Yep. Okay, and I'd like you to imagine now that you wake up one morning and you just think, hang on a minute, I've just done it. I've got there. I've actually achieved this thing. Okay, yeah. yep. Okay, right. So here are some questions and literally say whatever comes into your head, okay? That's dangerous, but we'll give it a go. <laughs> okay, so um, what what do you do um, when you first get out of bed? And we, we can obviously avoid going to the loop. So, uh, <laughs> That's probably a good thing to avoid. <laughs> what do I so, always do when I first get out of bed? Yeah. Think, crikey, I was riding yesterday. Everything hurts and go and get coffee. Okay, okay. So you go and get a coffee. Um, have a look out the window that morning. And, and, and I mean, we're going to make it as idealistic and wonderful as possible. This is okay. the perfect day, okay? So you've achieved this thing. Wow, changed your life. It's the perfect day, the day after. So I want everything to be as positive as possible. So what's the weather like when you look out the window? Well, it's, it's April or May, because let's face it, I've gone big and decided I'm going to ride a five-star at Babington. Let's be honest, if we're going to do this, we might as well do yeah. it promptly, might yeah. we? So, you know, it's, it's a bit chilly. The sun's out there's birds tweeting there's there's sort of a nice view out the window the coffee's in hand so yeah there we go fantastic and um and what what's what's the first thing you have to eat i think after i've done that the day after i'm going to need a very large fried breakfast fantastic brilliant Okay, so there goes the two stone food. back on. <laughs> well, whatever. But this, this this is a magical future. So you're going to eat this stuff, and it's just gonna just gonna melt off you. It's gonna all be fine. Um, okay, so I'd like you to decide fairly early on in your day that you're going to just put the radio on or Spotify or wherever you listen to your music, and um, and what would be your perfect song that that, that would come on your your very your your, your device. Oh. For a radio person, that is also that is so unfair. <laughs> Got so many of them. What? I mean, oh, I used to be known for in my my radio days before I started doing mainly horses. I used to be known for playing "Hold On" by Wilson Phillips quite a lot. Okay. So, shall we go with that one? Let's go with that one. Okay. So, so you do this, and I'm imagining that after breakfast, something involving HP A A H B happens. Yes. So a H B being walk. broadcasting hound, of course, who. Of is course. snoozing by my feet as we record this. Mm -hmm. So I'd, I'd like you to imagine that you're going out with HB for an amazing walk. Um, the weather's nice. You can feel a bit of the sunlight. It's not too hot. You're going maybe across fields, woodland, wherever you like. You're having a really good time and you're thinking to yourself, I've, I've achieved this. And it, it, isn't it amazing? I can, I've, I've done this. I wanted to do it and, I, and I've got there. Okay. Yep. That's working. Okay. Yep. 
So, okay, so we've looked at what you can see. We've looked at uh, hearing, that's important. So we've talked about a song. We've looked at how what you're physically feeling, so the temperature and that sort of thing. Um, we've talked about coffee, so we, we've got a bit of smell in there as well and, and, and taste over the delicious breakfast. I'd like you to ask you now, who will notice that you are different because you've achieved this thing? Who will notice? Well, I know one person. <laughs> Because we speak very regularly, Joe and I. Uh, the first thing, the first person that would notice that I was different would be you. Because you're, you're not having a bad day today. The world's not full of horrible people. Fantastic. And who who else will notice? Probably the dog will notice first. Yeah. As yeah. well, and I know we talk about dogs a lot on this podcast, and them noticing or talking to them and talking back to us because that's just what we're like. But he knows. They know better than anybody else. I think, don't they? They absolutely do. They, they they notice enormously how we're feeling, how energetic we are. Um, no, they're, they're hugely empathic. And I want you just to come up with two more things, anything you like, two more things that will be different in Nick Fox's life having achieved this wonderful thing. Well, I'd probably go and do it again and do things like Burley, because let's face it, if you've ridden a five-star at badminton, you can pretty much manage Burley, can't you? So I'd probably do that. But I, th I think the biggest difference, you know, would would be that you'd come away from it thinking, well, actually, do you know what? I'm not dead. That wasn't so bad. I can do that. Brilliant. Brilliant. OK, so so, guys, this, this is the exercise. This is this is very much the visualization exercise. When, when you're doing this exercise, you know, it's, it's fun, okay? It's fun because you're imagining a, a, a perfect, great future. It's totally fine to, um, not suggesting Nick just was, because I'm sure that, you know, he, he, could, he could achieve this. Um, but you can, you, can, you can choose something to visualize that's way out there. That's literally, you know, way out there, impossible. I'm going to become king of the world. Or wasn't that Boris Johnson who wanted to do that? So, you know, I'm, I'm going to do whatever it is. It might be some enormously ludicrous, ideal, idealistic thing. It's fine. That's it's what fine I went for. That. Did you not notice? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it will always move you in that direction. The exercise will move you towards that thing. Now, you know, so if you if you want to achieve, for example, you know, um, more effective medium canter, then that's your thing. Then by all means, imagine that you're doing an Olympic dressage, which is fine. Um, or you can just simply go, I want to, I want to just focus on having achieved the 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 good quality medium canter. What the reason why this exercise works is because we are engaging the five senses. So we're looking at something happy, positive, future, and we're engaging the five senses. When we engage the five senses, the, the thoughts are real to our brain. That, that's the really important thing. It's bringing in the five senses. And it's also involving other people or animals. You know, who else will notice? Because one of our greatest motivators in life actually is not doing stuff for ourselves but doing stuff that will impact also on other people so think about this in terms of the five senses what you'd like to achieve who will notice and just keep 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 playing with that little exercise and you will automatically start to 
you will automatically start to move towards your goal. It's wonderful stuff. You know, I've had people do this and they said, but I'm not going to make any effort. Fine, don't make any effort. You will still move there. It's great if you make a bit of an effort as well, helps. Um, but actually, you will, you will move towards that thing. And, you know, if we even deconstruct that beyond, you know, medium canter, it, it may be that you just get to the yard and go, well, I was going to ride, but I can't. I just can't. I can't cope with it. I can't cope with the horse. I don't feel up to it. I'm used. Whatever it is, it will work for that, right? Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, just imagine yourself getting to the yard, having a nice hack, no kung fu pigeons coming out the hedge, no horse eating wheelie bins, no leaves daring to move that the horse takes offence at, and it all going well. And the chances are you'll feel a lot better when you get to the yard, you'll get on the horse and it will probably be fine. Absolutely. And so we, we can also, you know, we can also do a, a visualization thing which, which takes us back to a, 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 a positive memory. Okay. So, you know, you, you've, you've got to the yard, you think, I don't want to do this today. I'm not really in the mood. I don't really feel up to it. Things are going to go horribly wrong. Um, the hunt is going to rush past you and your horse is going to take off at the rate of knots or it's just going to go wrong in some sort of way. So, Another thing we can do, as well as this, you know, visualizing this, 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 this positive future, is we can just go back to a memory of success. Go back to a memory of something, you know, something riding related working well. And it might just be, I went out on a hack in walk and trot and I had a nice time. You know, my horse was happy, I was happy, saw some nice things along the way. Um, it might be a whole range of different experiences, but we go back to that memory. And again, to make it real, we go through as many as we can of the five senses that were going on, the sensory experiences that were going on at that time. That then puts us back into the same positive, happy, emotional state and we can do the activity on this occasion as well. Works works really, really, really well. And I've definitely I've got a place that it's it's not just horses either. I mean I've let's face it, my life isn't exactly simple. Some some listeners will know that. Joe definitely knows that, bless her, because he has to put it with me complaining and moaning about it. It's just <laughs> definitely not simple. There's a place that um, that I go when I'm back home in civilization. And that I take the dog, and we all know where this is, and we're not going to say where it is. But it's 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 high up, it's a hill, and it's got a nice view. And most of the time, it's not raining. And if I'm having a particularly bad day, I go to bed, and that's where I head off to in my head. So yeah, I can identify with that one. That works absolutely. And this 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 lovely happy memory it doesn't have to be even related to horses, as as you just said, Nick. It can be some time where you were just really happy and energetic and positive about life, and you go there, and it and it and it recreates that. Um, that, that emotional state, that, that, that sense of, of being happy. And the other thing related to this is to kind of create anchors. So always think, you know, think to yourself, I'm going to, when, when something has gone right, doesn't have to be enormous, doesn't have to be I've gone round burly, doesn't have to be, you know, I've, I've, I, I've, I've managed the, the um, extended trot fantastically and done 16 flying changes in a row. Um, it can just be something that's gone right. Then actually associate it, associate it with something that you can go back to in, in, in future. Um, I'm going to tell you a little, little thing that I use. Um, there's a song by Yazoo um, called... Um, Joe really does have good taste in music. We like this. Only you, only you. That's that's the song. Okay. Now, um, this actually happened 
by by accident. This was quite random. The very first time I went out and did halfway decent in in dressage, um, and came back with a third place, and I was you know thrilled and amazed and didn't expect it at all. Um, I started listening to Only You by Yazoo on the way back and enjoyed it and kind of it's it's quite a good little bit of bit of music for the rhythm of a horse, you know, trotting, catching, whatever. And so now when I'm going to do dressage, I put that song on on Spotify. And I'm going to do my dressage, I'm listening to it. It brings up that memory that actually it was okay. It was okay. It was quite successful and puts me in a in, in, in a much more positive place. And you can use anything for an anchor. You know, you can have you have a stone in your pocket that you just you you touch when something's something's worked. Go back to it, touch it again. You'll feel the same thing again. Um, might be might be a, a, a glass of interesting gin, Nick. <laughs> Hi. Did someone say gin? So it can be a whole range of things, you know. I think it can be something to touch, something to something to smell, something to listen to, something to eat, whatever it is. But actually, creating an anchor that we associate with something going well. Can and be, that sort of brings me really quite helpful. nicely around to where my mind was heading next. So you're yeah. on the horse, and I, I don't know. You cross. You've got to cross a motorway bridge. It's always gone wrong. It's horrible. I can't. That's ideal for that situation. The stone in the pocket theory. I mean, all right, maybe not the bottle of gin in the pocket because that's a bit dangerous. <laughs> but, you know, the stone in the pocket theory, the song on Spotify, because let's face it, some of us do do have phones with us with music on when we're riding along because that's just the way we are. That, that I think, is possibly of help in that situation. Am I right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And the other thing, I don't know if people um, listening to this will have heard it. It's a thing called mental rehearsing. So, so what, 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 I, what I always do um, in psychology, what I'm doing now, is like it's, it's a thing called the, the law of scatter. And it means that you, you offer a range of stuff to people. You know, just say, well, you might want to try this, you might want to try this. Not everything for everybody, but there, is, there are definitely things that, that will work for everybody. So the thing called mental rehearsing is ideal for motorway bridges, absolutely ideal. So, um, so you, you know, you're thinking today I'm going to go over a motorway bridge, it's going to be awful, my horse is going to, it's going to bronk in the middle of the, road, the, the bridge, I'm going to come off, fly over the side, go under a, a lorry, whatever. Um, and so, so the thing that you do with mental rehearsing is you say to yourself, okay, I imagine that I'm on the far side of the bridge and I'm still on and it's been okay and the horse has gone, what was the problem? I've just wandered across it. All is good. And then the important thing with mental rehearsing is that you go backwards in time. So you say, okay, to get to the far side of the bridge in one piece, what have I done? What are the steps that I've taken? in order to get to that point. And you can start whenever you like. You can start at the other side of the bridge, if you like, make it short, or you can start now. You know, you can start whenever whenever now is. And you say, to get the other side of the bridge in one piece, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this, backwards. And then you say, okay, well, that, that, that's logical, it could happen. And then you imagine yourself taking those same steps forward and to, to the end of the process. Something that sports people use all the time. Um, you know, they, they mentally rehearse. Um, that's one of the reasons why Johnny Bairstow in cricket is doing these amazing perfect shots and hitting sixes all the time, because he mentally rehearses them. 
Another of Joe's so, favourite subjects, cricket. One of my favourite subjects, yeah. If, if I'm not talking about riding, I'm not... It's either horses, it. cricket or gin. Absolutely. Well done. Oh, a little, little bit of psychology from time to time. Uh, every now and again on the side, you know, a little light psychology <laughs> in the afternoon. So there we go. So that, that's another thing you might want to try, mental rehearsing. Imagine the success. Think about the steps that you're going to have to go through to get there. And then imagine yourself going through those steps and all being successful. That really helps as well. And, you know, it doesn't have to be a motorway bridge. And there's always the disclaimer that the horse might decide otherwise. But you've done all you can. Even if it still goes wrong, you feel better about trying it. Absolutely. You know, horses being what they are, they, they may decide to spook at that leaf. It, it is just what it is. How dare it move without permission? I think that brings us to a good position to bring this one to a close. Our next episode, episode four, is probably going to be a bit more balanced between Joe and I, because this is the good one. This is the... Can I deal with my horse? Where we unpack a little bit more the spooking over motorway bridges and the leaves and the wheelie bins. And again, what's going on with you? And again, how that relates to how you ride and how you can apply your brain to get you around it. It's not always kicking the horse on and giving it a bit of stick. It's it's what you're doing in your head that counts as well. Because again, if you're tensing up, the horse is going to go, what's going on? We've all been there. We'll give you the tools do that next time be some of what we've already discussed and some new stuff as well joe brilliant another one done and dusted i think we're getting through this now anybody think we knew what we'd do wouldn't they (laughs) they would yeah they would they they would otherwise but but we're actually really winging it and making up as we go along wing it that's what um, we do best 20 years (laughs) on radio and here i am winging it joe's never done it before (laughs) and she still sounds more professional than me we'll do it all over again episode four up next Equilibrium Thinking Riding is a PodBod original production for flourishing.org.uk and thefreelancegroom.com.